we need to get started on this big list of what the hell should we watch this weekend. Steve Stebbing is here from Penticton, British Columbia, the beautiful Penticton, right there downtown, right by the lake. Say, there he is, uh, Steve. No suntan, not outside. Typical. <laughs> yeah, you're you're really uh, you're really shining the light on me. On this, well, one. it's like the uh, it's like when people move to Hawaii, mm-hmm. then they stop going to the beach. <laughs> the beach is for the tourists. That's right. So yeah. you're inside working, crushing movie things, and um, exactly. and then all the tourists are at the beach. So exactly. But I mean, this is a huge week. This might be the biggest week for movies of 2023. Yeah. And there's lots it's of good stuff. Yeah. It's bold to say. It's bold to say. Well, there like there's yes, there is lots of good stuff, but there's also something that is just a phenomenon that has just worked its way into the pop culture zeitgeist of this year. Um and it's the internet phenomenon known as Barbieheimer or Barbenheimer. It is the need for audiences to check out both Barbie and Oppenheimer this weekend, which just means that we're celebrating movies this week in a big way. And both films are going to be on track to make a hundred million. I think at least. Yeah. Well, this is uh, this is part of Ryan's conversation coming up. And if you haven't heard anything to do with this, I will tell you that there is a, uh, a couple of movies. There is a costume change and it's like a pink dragon barfed all over it. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> and, um, and we'll let Ryan explain the rest coming up here shortly. So let's dig into what Steve says we should watch this weekend. And it does start with Barbie. Heartbreaks. Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world Cold shower. Ooh. Falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> So, this is more than a Barbie movie. Absolutely. I would absolutely say it's more than a Barbie movie. Um, this movie is well-written, pays attention to, to character, um, is beautiful, uh, is going to be one of those films that Oscar is going to look at in so many technical categories. Going, that screenplay is going to, is going to get some attention as well. Um, and it's so well cast from top to bottom. Margot Robbie is perfect. Ryan Gosling um, leans into something that he's incredibly good at, which is comedy. And I, I mean, just the who's who of of the entire supporting cast is just absolutely perfect. And um, the subversiveness, the meta-ness of it, the satire, um, the great... Um, message that is kind of strung throughout this film and it possibly has the greatest final line of a movie i've seen in a long time i'm assuming we're not spoiling nope not at all go see the movie it deserves to be seen and definitely deserves to be seen on the big screen it was shot by rodrigo prito and this is the guy that did um the scorsese film silence with uh with adam driver and and uh uh, andrew garfield about them bring christianity to the to japan like just a beautiful cinematic film and i mean this this movie has so much cred to it as far as cinema goes so i think people should see it all right, Steve Stebbing dossier. You want to follow along? Ryan O'Donnell will elaborate on this grand plan. 
uh, Barbie being the second of the movies, Oppenheimer being the first, and it's up next. World will remember this day. Our work here will ensure a peace mankind has never seen. Okay. Yeah. Not the Barbie movie. No. Very different from the Barbie movie. And I think that's why this whole merging of, of both films is, is so interesting. Because this is, you know, while Barbie is the, you know, the, the you know, cream soda slurpee of the whole thing this is your stark black coffee of the double header and this one is to its core and you know and it's not something you have to dig for this is pure cinema this is christopher nolan coming back in a big bad way doing a a film that is very much a passion project of his something that he's been wanting to do for a while but at the same time, this is this is your glimpse right here, your spyglass right here to Oscars twenty twenty four because this is going to be the movie to beat as far as best picture goes, as far as any technical category goes. And from what I'm reading, because I don't get to see this film until six fifteen tomorrow, and I'm totally jacked for it. But this is the film that is going to take your best supporting actor in in, in every award because Robert Downey Jr. is coming for that statue, is what I'm hearing. Oh, okay. All right. Two very, very different movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you have any idea why this has become such a phenomenon to see both at the same time? I don't know. I, I mean, meme culture is is a huge um, reason for it. And I think that it kind of sparked that the imagination of the internet, uh, which... I'm so happy to see in in such a positive light in celebrating movies rather than tearing them down. And I don't know. I, I, I have to get behind a movement like this because it's going to bring people into theaters. No matter what how you look at it, people are going to attempt this. And it can only mean good things for theaters in a time where everything's so uncertain. The future is uncertain. Movies are going to start to get pushed to next year and to beyond that. And we get, we're get we going to get into this COVID times uncertainty of film. So if, it, if we're going out with a bang, then Barbenheimer is the way we go. When you say COVID times uncertainty, do you mean like the stuff from before that impacts now? or I'm saying that the... the um, you know, uh, the dwindling numbers of pre-strike right. ready television and movies, because we're going to start to see a slowdown because we've seen the stoppage of productions like Deadpool 3, Gladiator 2, all these different things. And at this point, the only thing that's allowed to keep filming is this uh, Christian miniseries, The Chosen. So mm-hmm. that's all we have on our horizon. Uh, unfortunately, lot. unfortunately, I don't know how yeah. you look at that. All right. Well, we'll see um, if maybe they learn some lessons from COVID on how to um, how to manage the flow of the movies. Although it seems to be they're hurrying to get a whole bunch of them out and some to the benefit of the movie fans because there's a bunch of good ones. Okay, Steve Stebbing is here. They cloned Tyrone is next. Gotta go. I don't know what that was, but that wasn't me. Somebody is conducting experiments on us. It's in the ticket. 
All right, tell us about it. How do I explain this movie? This is a sci-fi mystery through the filter of a black exploitation film, but done in a modern era. And it's John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, and Teona Paris uh, as as a trio trying to get to the bottom of a conspiracy that sees uh, John Boyega kind of uh, get killed and get brought back over and over again in different bodies. And I just, it's, this movie is so fascinating and it's, it's a slight bummer that it's just kind of getting shoved to Netflix because it did in its scope feel like a, a theater movie, but maybe that's a good thing in the long run that's going to hit Netflix because it's going to get immediately more eyes on it this weekend because I, I think some viewers are going to see Jamie Foxx's name and want to see the film. And it is honestly some of the best character we work from all three actors and an absolute surprise. It's fun. It's funny. It's got really, really great and biting di- dialogue to it. Uh, that I mean, first time uh, writer and director Joel uh, Joel Taylor just nails in every moment, and yeah, I mean, this week's fun. It feels like movies are back in a big bad way, and I don't really have any kind of negativity brimming off me when it comes to talking about these. So yeah, I'm just excited this week. Are you worried that this is a supernova of good movies, or is this a good setup for <laughs> the next five weeks? Um. I have like I mean we have uh, you know uh, haunted mansion from Disney coming next week which is from Justin Simeon who did Dear White People so that that's exciting the Ninja Turtles movie is in two weeks animation is kicking this year we got some really great stuff um, there are things on the horizon that I I am excited about um, there's some horror ones that I, I won't bring to you Shane here we'll 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 get Thank to them you. when we get to them because because you know. I'm thinking about you, buddy. But uh, um, there is stuff to look forward to. But when we get beyond that, there is rumors that Dune Part 2 is going to get shifted. Aquaman is going to get shifted. So there are dark new- there is dark news when we get to fall. But right now, yeah, I think we can, we can, we can uh, breathe a little bit in summer. But the crunch is coming. Ah, next, the deepest of the breaths. Perfect. Freediving is an extreme sport, and extreme sports have extreme consequences. Oh, one more. I'm Alessia Zecchini, and I'm from Italy. Okay, tell us about The Deepest Breath. Yeah, this is a really interesting film, and it kind of reminded me of the film from a couple of years ago, uh, the Nat Geo film, uh, Free Solo. Um, because it gave me kind of the same anxiety in watching it. But basically, uh, this this film follows uh, Alessia Zaccini and uh, Stephen Keenan, uh, who um, bonded over the uh, the sport of free diving. Basically, um, seeing how deep you can go in the ocean and setting world records, and the, we're talking like over a hundred feet and under the water. Uh, in the uh, the what's called the blue hole in uh, Dahab, Egypt, and uh, this is such a fascinating film just because uh, you have the awe of seeing these dives to the absolute depths uh, of the ocean and, and and pushing 
uh, you know, this woman pushing her body to the limit of the pressure, but also the relationship uh, that these two um, shared because he was her spotter essentially to try to, um, you know, to, to monitor that everything's going well and that she's not going to find herself in, in uh, any, you know, danger besides the stunt itself. And uh, yeah, I just was kind of transfixed by this movie and it's on Netflix for everybody to see. So um, I, I think if you like a good documentary, you should je- definitely check this one out. All right. Steve Stebbing is here and there are so many new movies. Um, we're really pretty much out of time. Can we squeeze in one more, Steve, from the list? I don't yeah, think we've got a bunch we, here. Yeah. Can we talk the bear? Yeah, let's hit it. So how's your life been, Brazado? Opening a restaurant. Gotta go hard every day. Gotta control the zone. I still, I, I love the name. You don't remember the name. Of course I remember the name. We didn't even tell anybody you the name. You 100% told me the name. How could you remember the name? The Bear Season 2 on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, to be quick about it, this is the, probably the best show on television right now. Um, also might be one of the greatest shows ever made it's it's so real it's so likable every character is is absolute perfection and if you're not watching this you're doing a disservice it's on disney plus now all of it all season one all season two just burn it all up because it's that good